0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Best Scott Beat. It's season three, episode three. My name is Luke Hatfield and I'm joined by a man who who loves this time of the year because he can bring out all his specialty coats, Liam Keane. <laughs> I don't know
1: why I get this coat banter. All I did was wear that, what was it, that, that brown sort of furred collared one that people say is like John Motson.
0: Let's just say it was a bold look.
1: I don't think it's a bold look. I think that's pretty standard.
0: I I like it. That was good. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't disagree, mate. I, I like <laughs> it. I'm just saying when, all, really when autumn rolls around, you're you are fully prepared. I know, I know. Well,
1: just for those listening that don't that won't know, obviously, because they're not on our on our work Slack. I uh, con- Slack being a for people who don't know, because it sounds like I'm criticizing my colleagues. There uh, is a sort of messaging board for. People working for mine, basically.
0: For those who remember uh, MSN Messenger,
1: <laughs> Yeah, similar to that. <laughs> it's like um,
0: MSN Messenger, but for work purposes only. Yeah, obviously.
1: Um, and then I, uh, there's just a constant coat emoji that a certain Mr. Derek Bish sends quite regularly. Um, and then, I, and then, rather than the coat, or no, rather than the goat, <laughs> greatest of all time. I get the coat. Uh, I don't know quite what the C would stand for. I think there's a few guesses.
0: I mean. I'm, I'm not going to comment. <laughs> <laughs> you just love to say it. How are you, Luke? Anyway, you good? I am good. I, I, I'm enjoy. I'm in, I'm. I'm enjoying myself. Obviously, you know, getting ready for another best got beat. I thought Nathan Judah was going to take the re- the reins yet again, just because he'd been turning up to games. But no, I'm I'm on best got beat duty, so I'm happy well, to do it. You are joining us on Saturday, aren't you? So I another, am another big uh, game. So you know, announce Warsaw defeat because <laughs> I'm just going to be the worst, the worst luck charm ever. Um... But yeah, I'm enjoying it, mate. I mean, um, you know, I got the new, I got the new FIFA. I, I was day. just
1: about to say, I mean, you've probably not had any sleep for about four days. You've probably
0: you've been on that religiously, surviving off nothing but Red balls <laughs> and strong cups of tea.
1: You did show me a picture of your, of your team the other day. Is it still the same? Have you made any upgrades on that?
0: Uh, I can't. Did 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 the new team have Roberto Firmino and Fabinho and Fabinho in there? It didn't. No, so you've made oh, two well, big they're upgrades. In, they're, they're in now. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm doing I'm doing pretty decent. For those who don't care about FIFA, I apologise. <laughs> yeah, I um, apologise,
1: but I'm about to say something else about FIFA. So just give me give me at least thirty seconds. Yeah, um, I was gonna
0: say I was gonna say I hear you could be copying an absolute elite well, level player in your team.
1: I'm thinking that I like your you did this in the last FIFA as well. You did the Brazilian team, didn't you? I like the idea of sticking with a nation, and then as the game goes on, as the months go by, you. All of the different special cards that come out, you can upgrade the team consistently. Mm. Um, so I'm thinking of doing it something similar. I did consider other nations, but I think I'm thinking I'm going to go Brazilian you now. But uh, as it stands, I've got a, a whopping 350k in it's the bank. 350k in the bank account. Yeah, not not in my personal bank account. I wish. I'm here. Um, yeah. I mean,
0: why? Why, why, are you, why are you working?
1: And. Um, <laughs> And I'm still using a a 12k value MLS team at the moment because I I cannot justify, for example, um, that uh, what's his name is it Diego Carlos is that his name the centre back? Yeah. Yeah, I thought I wasn't, couldn't remember if it was Diego or not. Yeah, Diego Carlos. I can't justify 50, 60k for him when in a month's time it'll probably be like 20. True. Or give true. it two months' time, it would be like 10.
0: It depends whether you want to perform now or later.
1: Well, I am performing all right at the moment, to be fair. So I'm going to stick with it as I am for now. I'm going to give it at least a good few weeks. I'll probably be, I'm probably going to be past the 500k mark before I actually make a team. I think.
0: Interesting. That's the strategy I'm going with. That is, it's a strange strategy. I, I went through the complete opposite way. I, I mean, I was straight away like buying players and trying to, and trying to mass like. Create my team, and I suppose imitation is the greatest form of flattery. So, <laughs> I guess welcome. I can only take it as a compliment that you decided to 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 absolutely um, create a carbon copy of my side.
1: Well, I'm not going to do the same formation, but I—I um, I fully
0: expect it, in two weeks' time you to you to message me saying what formation do you use, what tactics do you use? <laughs> you,
1: I know why well, you already shown me the the formation. Uh, I can't really, and if I don't do the same formation, I can't really ask about the tactics because they sort of go hand in hand, really.
0: Or, yeah. You'll be asking. You'll be asking me what what wall I have my TV on, <laughs> what times I pick up the controller, <laughs> what, what socks chair you wearing, I'm sitting what you... <laughs> on. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if if you if you if you were. Uh, soon went to the barbers and said, look, Luke's, Luke's changed his hair, honey. <laughs> Don't worry, mate. It's not going to be long. <laughs> my, my hairline is struggling. <laughs> give it
1: a couple of years and that might be generous. And we're, yeah. I mean, I'd, say, I'd, say a, I'd say a couple of years and then my mistress would be like, oh no, it's not, it's not that bad. You'll probably be another 10 years or something. No, yeah. it's, it'll be way before I'm 30. I'm only, well, I'm almost 24. So it's, I'd say give it maybe 26, 27 at a stretch. And it's probably going to be gone. Well, you're, what, 38, are you? And you, yours has gone relatively.
0: <laughs> and that'll be the end of the best Scott beat this week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, 30 years old. 38, what a claim. Unbelievable. You're, you're um,
1: welcome that I actually went 38. It could have gone worse then.
0: Could you have? I'm really, and yeah, really... Just, oh, I tell you what, mate, me and you, we're going to have a fallen out. Um, <laughs> but your hairline might be struggling, but I'll tell you what isn't. Also, Ooh, football club. Lovely transition, I like that. I loved. I love a good segue. Um, let's talk about. So I, I wasn't in on the last episode, unfortunately, but I've, I've listened back. I realised what was talked about. So we're going to talk about three games. We're going to talk about Forest Green, Colchester, and of course, Leighton Orient. Are you happy doing that, Liam? I'm. i I'm, I'm always happy
1: as long as I'm speaking to you. I'm, like, I'm, I'm happy.
0: I mean, it feels. It feels like a long time ago. It does um, actually. Yeah. So let's catch up. Forest Green One Walsall One. Uh I tell you what, I looked at the stats for this game. Uh and a point or a draw uh seemed very friendly in Warsaw's favour when you look at the shot the shot ratio.
1: Yeah. Let's also very quickly remind uh everybody that I um I wasn't at that game. <laughs> There was... oh yeah of course you were <laughs> obviously I can still talk about it because so I've gone back and looked at obviously everything to do with it as much as I can but um I tell why they missed you then didn't they <laughs> yeah exactly I'm the you know what I don't I didn't actually say this at the time because I didn't want to I didn't want to jinx it but the exact same weekend that game was on was the exact same weekend I missed the game last year um, last so year. You, was it your birthday or
0: something?
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't. Last year me and the uh me and the girlfriend went to Berlin for the weekend.
0: Oh, I remember. Which is very nice. Um
1: back in my uh back in my slightly bigger days, because I'm absolutely, you know, lean mean fight machine nowadays. And uh <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: um, I, mean, uh, no, I can say, I can, and uh, for the people who didn't switch off at FIFA, they've switched off now.
1: <laughs> We've got about two people left waiting for some Warsaw chat. Um, <laughs> and then it just so happens that it's the exact same weekend. I think it misses it by a day or so in terms of the exact day, but the exact same weekend that I miss again because this time Mr. Joe Edwards was uh, was away on holiday and I was called up to, uh, to cover Wolves. Um, That's
0: it for, it's like when you're in school. You remember when you're in the reserves and in the football whoa, team, whoa, and they're whoa. like, "Oh, someone's someone's called in sick." You're in.
1: Well, first of all, I was never in the reserves at school. I was. First yeah, choice. you weren't good enough for the I reserves. I was first. I was first choice left back. Um, left back. Don't at home. <laughs> left back in the um, room. But I wouldn't. I would never describe it as that because Warsaw's Walsall's my bread and butter, as they
0: say. Um, and I, so it was <laughs> yeah. a downgrade, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't tell the Wolves fans that. Um, but no, so obviously I missed the game. Uh, a few unhappy faces on uh, on Twitter about that. Um, Rightly so. I'm sure the Wolves fans can forgive me, because since then, it's been pretty good, two results. Um, but yeah, t- obviously, having spoke to the people at the game, read the reports, looked at the highlights, etc., uh, it was a pretty. I think they had two shots all game. Warsaw did um, scored from their first one, and uh, and basically Forest Green just ran through them for the for the, for the pretty much the rest of the uh, the rest of the fixture. Um, it was backs against the wall defending. It was slightly different as well because I, I've said this on here with Daryl Clark on formations before that last season. Obviously they started with five at the back. They moved into four four two. They moved into forty three one. They Occasionally, as I think I mentioned, the the Newport Tuesday night game when they were already were playing for the bat, they changed to five because it was a they were sort of big physical team, etc., etc. So, it's mm. changing to, for the opposition, um, and I said even though that Darryl has stuck with the four two three one this season so far, there will be a game where he will change again because he'll see something in the opposition that to either exploit or to try nullify. There'll be there'll be some reason why he'll change uh obviously as as with anything in life you're not always going to get things right every time and, and Daryl has said this he said there will be times he'll get it wrong um I'm not sure if I can necessarily say he got it wrong because I wasn't at the game but I think from what I've read and, and heard on Twitter I think it's probably pretty safe uh to say that and it's um it was a, a five at the back uh and then I think it at, at half time they sort of I think they Nurse came off, Bates came on, they went to a 4-4, four, four, I think it might have been 4-4-2, four, four, I can't quite remember exactly what it was, but it, uh, it, it didn't quite work, basically. Um, mm. and there will be times when they will go back to that this, this season as well, I'm pretty sure, and uh, for, for whatever reason that is, as I said, nullify or to, uh, to exploit something in the, in the opposition. Um, I can understand where fans come from when they turn around and say, we should be worrying about ourselves more than worrying about the opposition. Um, and I think Daryl has done that a lot more this season than perhaps he did last season. Um, I think that shows as you come into the next two games, as changing back to the four-two-three-one and being 4 four-four-two for a reason with, with last night's game, and uh, and and doing what Warsaw do best. I think uh, getting back to to playing those angles, uh, creating phases of play from although even if they have to go long by bringing the ball down. And, and just having nice, intricate triangles, uh, normally out, out wide left or or, or or right. So it's um it it, it wasn't the best... It, well, it wasn't a good performance. Daryl was absolutely furious after the game. Um, but it was a point. And I think that itself says a lot about the, the team now. Last season, they have lost that game. And a lot yeah, of people said that.
0: I was just going to say that. I mean, this is a game which... I mean, if you if you played it 100 times, the likelihood is that Forest Green would probably end up winning it, but you, if you'd have played it 100 times last season, there wouldn't be a single game which Walsall would have got a point from, I don't think.
1: No, I don't know. I think it, and it, it helps when you've got a, a very good goalkeeper like Lee and Robert to make a lot of saves. Um, that obviously helps, but it's uh, it, it, the performance levels weren't there and... From what I can tell, I have to say that obviously without having been there, the tactics weren't quite there either. Um, these things will happen, and as I said, if if you could, if the if you have those days, and those days will happen again this season as well. They're not going to win every game between now and May. Those days will happen again, and when they do, if they come away with something when those days happen, then that is the that shows the progression in itself, and just a, a, a very small window of, of of looking at that very closely that that shows progression already. And I think there's been lots of other areas which we'll come on to that have shown progression, but that in itself is a is quite a key one, I think. Uh, they're a lot harder to beat now than they were in previous years, um, and, and particularly last season obviously. So uh you know, we're all positive here, Luke. We're all positive. It's a point. We're
0: all positive. And it's always it always is a, a sign of a good team when you can uh, you know get a result when you don't necessarily play too well, isn't mm, it? Exactly. Um, Next game was obviously Warsaw Colchester, Warsaw One, Colchester one. Unlucky not to win that one? Definitely,
1: yeah, it's um it's it's another so that that's where the, the negative will come into it because it's not it's not all rosy at the moment. There is uh, there is still things to improve on. Um they just need to take their chances. It's been something that has been said from the beginning of the season about being ruthless. It's been uh, it's probably been their biggest um Their biggest weakness at the moment is not taking chances, which isn't exactly the worst weakness in the world because there could be a a glaring error at the back, which there's been one or two iffy moments, but I think on a whole they've been pretty solid. Um, And against Colchester, who are a a good side. I I said this after the game as well. There's no way uh, of being around the bush there. They're a good side. They got into the playoff last season. They were unlucky. Um, They're going to do well this season. Um, And the... The Colchester goal came from really a bit of it was a counter attack against the runner play. Essentially, is where the, the sort of the, the the phase of play started. Um, but then George Nurse being a little bit out of position, uh, Callum Harrier able to just run free at James Clark and just turned him inside out and, and finished low. So it was a nice um, a nice goal from his sort of personal point of view. Um, a little bit slack from what you'd say, but. On the hot, I mean, up, up until that point, they they were dominating. They had done after that point as well. Um, they mm. had so many chances, um, and they just need to finish them. in a In a normal situation, uh, if they would taken those chances, they were they'd have been up before they conceded, and they would have been comfortable going into the the final moment, minutes of that game. So, but Adebayo again popping up with another goal. He is on fire at the moment. Really enjoying watching him play, and it's. It, we're all talking about him and it's hard not to talk about him. I don't like asking about the same player week after week after week to Daryl or to his teammates. Um, but you have to mention Elijah every week at the moment. And as and we'll come on to later in Orient uh, last night. You have to mention him because he's playing out of his skin at the moment. I think the Colchester performance was actually probably up there with his best. He was probably slightly better than he was last night. Mm. I think it helps when he's got Josh Gordon with him for, even though he was only with him for about half of the game. It helps when he's there, I think. Um, but yeah, it's uh, as I said, it's, it's 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 looking good. It they just need to have that final ruthless streak in front of goal and just take just take those chances. And if they take one one or two more a game, that is the difference in qu- quite literally one or two goals because they're creating an abundance of chances every single
0: game at the moment. Yeah, certainly. And you, you touched on, on Josh Gordon there. That was the one of the big negatives from the game, wasn't it? Coming off um, injured. Um, I mean, have you had any word from Walsall yet? Have you had any word, you know, how long it might be? I mean, you understand that he will have had a scan by now, surely, right?
1: Yeah, so um, last night I, I saw him before the game. Uh, I tweeted out about it. He um, He was at the game watching... Uh, he had a brace on his right leg, obviously over his knee, and then sort of either side of the knee as well, all the way down. Um, but he was walking without crutches, walking unaided, basically, um, which is good. Uh, so if I, I don't want to get fans' hopes up, but I think in my experience, seeing sort of the worst knee injuries, it's you, you wouldn't be able to necessarily walk around like that if you, yeah, if 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 it was the worst uh, imaginable. So. um that's obviously just speculating, but that, that's, that's what I saw anyway. That's how he was, um, unless he was hiding the crutches somewhere and got them out later, I don't know. But he was he was on the side of the pitch, and I saw him walking. So. Um, and then, having spoken to Brian Dunne about it after the game, um, they, he's had the scan, and they're just waiting for the results. Um, mm. They may get those results today, they may get them tomorrow, they may get them Friday, uh, but it's going to be, from what Brian said, it's going to be before the weekend, so they'll, they'll know um, before Saturday's game. Um even if it isn't the worst, you'd imagine Saturday will come too early for him anyway because he won't have trained. He's obviously would have had his uh, had his brace on and rest in the leg and everything. So uh, I wouldn't expect him to be involved Saturday regardless. Um, but obviously just waiting to, to hear now. So uh, the plan is, um, obviously, yeah, as I said, they're going to hear before the weekend. Uh, we've got a, a press conference with Daryl on Friday. Um, so I'll ask the question then to Daryl, and uh, and they they should know Friday morning. They should know by then. Um, and uh, even though Daryl has been very open in the fact that he isn't open about injuries, if that makes sense, um, I think if it was if I think if it was a bad one, if it was long term, or even if it was a couple of months and it wasn't quite as bad as as first feared, I think he would still. Give an update on this one because I think he, I think he is well aware of the interest and and sort of how important it is for Warsaw. Bearing in mind the transfer deadline day is Friday as well. Um, That'd be another thing to ask him if he is out for a while. If, are they looking elsewhere and financially? It's going to be difficult, but uh, you, you look at the squad and think they can't really afford to lose him. So. Yeah, it's going to be one of those ones. So Friday morning should be when should be when we get the answers. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll do my part in asking the questions, and I've just got to see if the answers are there, basically, and, uh, and see what we can do.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed. It's not a, a serious one for him. I and mean, you kind of took the words out of my mouth there. If it is, you know, a couple months um, or potentially longer, could it could it be something that's rectified in the transfer market? Because, as you said, you know, deadline Friday five pm. Um, as it stands uh,
1: unless anything's changed since last time I asked Daryl which was about a week ago um, and obviously I'm planning to ask him on Friday um, he said the only way they're going to be able to make a sign is if if it's a free loan Um, and he emphasised free loan which Mm. includes wages being paid by the the parent club as well um, which is obviously understandable considering the fact that the club have got a a cost reduction programme in at the moment uh, which includes playing staff as well so um, so yeah, they're not going to be able to afford to, well, definitely not to sign someone with a transfer fee uh, and then unlikely to sign someone with uh, with high wage demands. Um, so the situation it leaves them in really is they've got Jack Nolan, who's on the, the fringes of the squad. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on the bench last night. Uh, Kean Lavery started in place of Josh and then Jack took the place on the bench. Um, he didn't come on last night. Um, he uh, he played against Bristol Rovers in the Cup a few weeks back excuse me that was almost a burp then (laughs) it's (laughs) nice isn't it Um, didn't do very well Um, just being honest about that and and Daryl said as much as well Um, he then came in for another game I do forget off the top of my head which one it was Uh, I think it possibly was the Chelsea trophy game Um, and he he did better Um, he's still getting fitness Uh, he's still getting up to speed and he is still learning he's only 19 so he is on the fringes of the squad so that he is an option obviously to come in um in terms of proven quality here and now someone that that's that's where they can't afford to lose Josh um mm. they can obviously they've got Emmanuel Ossedevi so they can not necessarily like they did last night where they played Adebayo and Lavery together they don't have to play them together they can play one or the other bring Ossedevi in um switch formations if necessary. Um. So there is ways around it if it's going to be a few weeks uh, a few months uh, obviously as I said financially they might have no choice but to make a way around it but if you're looking at it uh, I just want to make it clear this is me speculating it's not necessarily the case but if it's a nine month ACL injury for example Mm -hmm. um, I don't think the squad can afford to lose him Um, and lose him without having someone to fill that void so yeah it would be very interesting to see if they do make a leap to try and get a local lad at one of the local clubs, West Brom, Wolves, Villa, and pick, pick someone up from the academy there, from their development squads so that would we'll do a job. Um, the problem you've got there is, how old is this lad going to be that comes in? They've got Jack Nolan, who's 19, and he's their player, already there. Maybe it's just worth giving him a punt and seeing what they can do. Um so I think that's that's the problem they're going to have to weigh up. But as I said, it depends really on Friday what happens and, and what we find out.
0: Yeah, it certainly does. Um, the other game, of course, last night, Walsall 2, Leighton Orient 1. Uh, I mean, you've got you've gained some revenge there for the parking ticket. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'll tell you what, as well, before the game started, um, a couple of the Leighton Orient press guys were sat in front of me uh, on their bench. And I was standing up, I think, getting something out of my bag. And he had just walked away. No, he was just walking back, sorry, to the, his seat. And as he was walking back, his laptop started slowly sliding off the bench. And I was about <laughs> to smash onto the floor. And I grabbed it like the hero I was and saved it for him. Um, and I thought, you don't even know the hell you've put me through, you guys. And look at me now, just look at We I mean, didn't even get any food that day, did we? Remember? No. Oh, no, I was no livid. Food. Because it, everybody there got. They had, I think they had a um, a Krispy Kreme donut like sponsorship or something, and everyone there had donuts and they didn't have, but they didn't have enough for every single member of of press. So they intentionally handed it out to the ones they knew, but did it on the sly when we weren't looking. Yeah. And then I went out there and they'd all gone and I was furious. I mean now I wouldn't eat a donut because you know it's, you've got to got look after the the temple that is my body, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, but um, yeah, I mean, after all that, I saved the laptop, and then on the pitch we get a bit of revenge. You love to see it. It didn't start very well though. Um, no,
0: it didn't. I tell you what, I got. Have you seen it? Have you? The, let's 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 put it lightly. The goal was a bit of a nightmare. Do you want to describe it to the people who weren't lucky enough to see it?
1: I will. So, I mean, in terms of the beginning of the game, Warsaw started a lot brighter. They had a couple sort of half chances. Adebayo was heavily involved. Holden was heavily involved. Um, they looked bright, um, and then there was a long punt up by Orient. James Clark brought it down his chest really nicely. Um, had options to pass. He passed infield, and bear in mind, up until this point, James Clark had done a really good job there. And then for me. Even though he isn't the one that's made the error, the lead into the goal, he hasn't helped Liam Kinsella at all with his pass. Yeah. He's passed it inside to Kinsella, who has his, who's facing uh, Liam Roberts in goal, has his back to the rest of the play. And as he receives the ball, he's got three Orient players all around him. And they have this lad in midfield called Cisse. I think he was one of them, but either way, if he's not, I'll make the point about him. I've never seen someone so massive in my life. He was huh. a holding midfielder. He was huge. He looked like really Peter Crouch playing the CDM. He was massive. Uh, It might just be because I'm five eleven. I don't quite realize how big like. I mean, I mean, I'm not six foot seven to you. No, not quite. Uh, If people ask, I'm six foot. I don't know why I said Um, five eleven. All
0: right, you can tell the truth.
1: (laughs) And um, and then obviously Liam goes to pass it back to Liam Roberts, uh, and just makes a complete hash of it. It's it's not even. It, it, it's short, first of all, but it's not even directly short. Attlee.
0: Short is an understatement,
1: <laughs> exactly. And it's not even Atley and Roberts either. He, totally positional wise, it's completely off. And uh, uh, Danny Johnson, who bear in mind that that's his seventh goal of the season in eight games for Orient this season. Um, he's you don't need
0: to be handing chances like that to him.
1: No, and it, 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 he will happily gobble that up. And he d- didn't even take a touch; he just ran onto it and just first first time into the, the into an empty net. Liam Roberts wasn't there because. Kinsella had passed it into the complete wrong, <laughs> complete wrong area. Right uh, through ball though. Yeah, yeah pretty through ball. Um, and it's yeah, I mean, those mistakes you don't want them to be consistent mistakes because obviously that that's going to hinder the amount of points to also pick up. Uh, I did say last night after the game, and I stick by it that I did think that um, that Liam Kinsella had reacted really well to that situation. I think he he came back and he wasn't afraid to get on the ball again. He wasn't afraid to to just take a bit of responsibility, I think, for what happened and, and, and just get on the front foot. Um, and he, he actually had a good game overall, really. Um,
0: that's, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's important for a team because you can make a mistake like that after a good start and it can almost flip the game on its head and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're chasing shadows. You've given the other team you know, impetus to, to, to go on. Um but credit to also it didn't it didn't happen did it They um they kept on at it, equalised and then they they could have scored from the spot as well.
1: Well yes, so I mean within ten minutes they equalised. It was a really lovely play, um, holding into Lavery and then just a really intelligent re- reverse ball back into Holden who carried on his run, just in on goal, left foot bottom corner, really really nice goal, uh, and then. The penalty situation comes from an orient, uh, it was on the, the right-hand side, right in the corner by the corner flag, they've got a throw in. They're messing around with it, trying to play it inside. They throw it in, they try and play it inside and Holden just nicks onto the loose ball in the box and just gets dragged back as he, as he does it. Uh, mm-hmm. Really intelligent play from Holden, to, to just to be aware of where the ball is going to be and, and what they're trying to do, uh, sort of catastrophically trying to do in their own box. Um Gets brought down and then Keelan Lavery's got the chance to, to put Warsaw tier one up in the first half. And I've not actually watched the penalty back yet, which I've been, <laughs> been meaning to do. Um, but it, I, it, to me, it looked like more of a good save than it was a terrible penalty. It wasn't right in the corner, but I didn't think, from the, the angle I had, I didn't think it was particularly a terrible penalty. Um, mm. And it just seemed to be a good save. It's a shame, really, because Keelan, it, obviously he scored against Forest Green uh this would be a good chance for him to get a second. He's been pretty reliable from the spot really. It's normally him or Josh that takes them. He's been pretty reliable. Um and yeah, I mean as I said these things happen. But again, the reaction I spoke about with Liam Kinsella it was similar to that because I thought Keelan again had a really good game. Uh went on and sort of picked his head up and played on. Um and finished the half strong. Should have been out of sight really. I mean if you take that mistake out, the fact that Warsaw had a penalty. They could have been 2 or 3-0 up at half-time, yeah. uh, cruising quite comfortably. Uh, went in at 1-1 uh, and then uh, a really quite against the runner play because actually Orrin actually started the second half quite well. Johnson and Wilkinson, for, for them, had a couple sort of half chances um, and then the, the chance eventually forced out of Bio for, for Warsaw to, to put them ahead and uh, a long ball in from Norman. Uh, he flicks it with sort of the, the heel of his foot sort of behind him to hmm. knock it to uh, Wes McDonald was really, really nice. Uh, Wes sort of delays, then has a shot. It just threw bodies and it just uh, cannons back um, back off them. But lands, quite fortunately, at Adebayo's feet. And I think it was first time, just whipped with a bit of power. Didn't give the goalkeeper any chance and uh, from about 10 yards and, and finished it. So, um, something I've said the last couple of videos I've done after the game as well, that with Adebayo, he wouldn't have been in those positions this time last year he wouldn't yeah. he wouldn't have been even not just the fact that he wouldn't necessarily be scoring he wouldn't have the confidence he wouldn't be playing as well he just wouldn't be in those positions to actually have the opportunities not just the confidence and his technical ability and all that that's, that's improved it's also just his positional awareness just his intelligence on the um on the ball and and off it as well has improved um so yeah I've been really impressed with him and uh, it was a bit of a <laughs> a bit of a nervy end um, sort of backs against the wall defending when really, as I said from the first half, they should have been uh, sort of home and dry well before that happened. But you know, three points is three points. It's uh, if you can start turning some of those draws they've had into wins. And, and as I said as well, this this result now has taken what is what was a, a decent, okay start into a pretty good one now. Taking them into the top seven, uh, two wins, three draws. That's a that's a good start.
0: Yeah, and no, obviously a great result. Right, um, I've got a segment plan, Liam. Oh, lovely. It's um, it's pretty simple. I- I'm going to give you some outlandish predictions. Um, the segment is called "It's Only October," but um, <laughs> I like that. Very good. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say it's only October, but give you a prediction. We can talk about it. Um right, let's do it. First one. It's only October, but Warsaw look like League Two promotion material. Oh. Unbelievable.
1: So you want my prediction if, if that's going to happen or not? Basically,
0: not necessarily prediction, but let's talk about it.
1: Mm. Do they look like
0: promotion material
1: right now? They do, yeah. And that's uh, I've been careful about putting too much pressure out in the public because to to a certain extent, I think my words and, and written and spoken carry some weight. Um, I don't want. I've been careful about putting too much pressure on. After five games, saying look, they should be they should be there or thereabouts. They should be getting promotion, etc. But the way they're playing at the moment, the way everything's coming together, um, and just the progression which I've spoken about, um, they have the potential, definitely, to be challenging top seven. And I think top seven should be a, a minimum requirement at this stage. Mm. Now things are going to go wrong during the season. They're going to lose a couple games on the bounce or whatever's going to happen. Um, but I think if they can avoid well so far they have done avoid the six game losing streak in uh, in October that they had last year um, and, and, and and just keep with the identity they've been able to build in, in what they what they're trying to do and how they're playing I think they definitely have got it I think I think it's there they just need to maybe just take that extra step now in, in terms of taking the chances and uh, and yeah I mean as I said they're going to lose games eventually but it's uh, keep the momentum going as, as much as possible.
0: Yeah, it's only October, but Elijah Adebayo is going to bang in twenty league goals this oh, season. Oh,
1: oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no.
0: You don't reckon he will?
1: No, I think I think he's. I think twenty is a twenty league goals. As well, I think is a massive ask. I think he, if he aims between twelve to fifteen. That's been a really good season, considering what happened last year. Yeah. And then, and then anything on top of that, I think it's a bonus. Um, I think he, I definitely think he's capable of doing it. I just think as as it stands at the moment, they tend to have a few more different goal scorers. Also, so I think, and obviously with the rotation as well, he's not going to start every game. So I I I'd be more comfortable with saying maybe twelve to fifteen. Yeah,
0: I'll go with that. Fair. I like it. It's only October but also will still be unbeaten this time next month.
1: Oh, right, let me get it up in front of me, exactly who they've got for between now and this time next month. So we've got Exeter Saturday. Yeah. So, okay, then Bradford, then Barrow. By the way, they're both away. Bradford's a Tuesday night next Tuesday, and then Barrow is uh, the Saturday. So that's... Uh, so that's probably about 10, 11, 12 hours of driving.
0: Oh, but yeah, you love it though, don't you?
1: Yeah, uh, would be good. Uh, Cambridge at home, Mansfield away, Crawley at home. Uh, that's the, the if I Trophy, I won't listen to that. South End at home are struggling, Cheltenham away. So, if you go to this time next month, the 14th, actually on, on the 14th, funny enough, they've got South End at home. Yeah. So. They're gonna. I'm gonna predict they're gonna win. Out, they got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. They've got a trophy game, including that, but I won't include that's so a seven league. Yeah, games. we're not talking trophy. We're talking league. I'm gonna predict they're gonna win four of those seven.
0: Okay, and what about them other three games?
1: They're gonna draw two and lose one, and they're they're gonna be in the top four. So they are, they so they are gonna lose. They're not gonna be unbeaten, but they are. They're gonna be in the in the top four five this time. And now I'm putting the pressure on, like I just said I wasn't going to do.
0: <laughs> yep, that's it. I always get out of you, mate. I
1: do, th- I do think they genuinely can do that, though. It's just about keeping the momentum and, the, and some consistency, which was an issue last season as well. So I'm going to say no, they're not going to be unbeaten this time next month. But I think they've got the potential to win a good chunk of those seven games.
0: Okay. This one's very similar to the first, but hats had to throw it in. It's only October but Liam Keane will be reporting on a League One club next season. Oh,
1: oh, oh, wow. You know what? Why not? Why not Why not just go with it? I, I, Yeah, I think there's, as I said, I think there is the foundations, and it's starting to be more than foundations now. It's starting to peak its head a bit more that it's going to be a very, very good season, I think. Um, but it's not going to be easy. There's a lot of good teams. There's a the very competitive Division. There's going to be teams that finish tenth, eleventh this year that are, are good sides that are capable on their day of of being anyone in this league. So um, you know what? Let's go with it. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Let's do it.
0: Get get on that uh, get on that <laughs> gravy train. Um, last one. It's only October, but fans will not be back in grounds this season. <sighs> That's, a one,
1: that? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I, um, obviously, that would be awful. I really hope that doesn't happen. Um, but if I'm honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised. Cause I it's, agree. it's already middle of October. Uh, the, the year, even though it seems like a long time ago that it was March and all this started, it, it, at the same time, it almost also feels like the year's going pretty quickly. Um, oh, it's flown by, hasn't it? Yeah, but in, 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 you're talking like two months and a, and a week or whatever, and it's Christmas. So, um, I think... Yeah, I think it's definitely possible. I really do, um, which is going to be rubbish. It really is because it, look what the government said. It, as it, said, they said, unless anything changes, what we said is going to be in place for six months. So you're looking at March, April. The season finishes in May. Mm. There's not exactly much. I mean, there's not exactly much time to get them back in. So unless anything drastically changes, then I yeah uh, I don't think so. I mean I've, I've put this on on record plenty of times. I don't agree with it um, at all, but I do think that it's sadly that's probably going to be the case.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm in the exactly same boat as you. It's frustrating when football fans can see things like the London Palladium <sighs> opening up. And, crazy, isn't it? It's absolutely and bonkers. We've seen pilots that have been successful in open air grounds and it does seem completely backwards, doesn't it? But it's just such a shame. Um, let's go on to questions from uh, oh, wonderful listeners. Uh, first one comes from Vital Walsall. Hi, Luke. As Nathan Judah is not it has been a good look charm for us. Rumour has it you are at Saturday's game. That rumour is true. <laughs> will you be expect accepting responsibility if we lose? Yes. Will I <laughs> will I will I will I take the flat you know what should I just speak to the press afterwards instead of <laughs> Daryl? just say Daryl, don't worry about it mate. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll stand up, I'll take the blame. Sing you rock
1: mate, I've got this one. Um yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking there should be some sort of forfeit if Warsaw do lose for you. And what would that be? But then a forfeit in the other way if Warsaw win.
0: Alright, okay, I'm going for this. So
1: so I'm being fair here, we'll try and So if Warsaw lose
0: Oh well, I don't trying... know what to I don't know what to do. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Go right, this this'll work a number of ways. Um it all does depend whether you'd actually be up for this. Um, if Warsaw lose, I will pay for a fast food meal for you of your choice after the game. Okay. If they win, you buy me dinner after the game. Obviously, completely socially distanced. (laughs) We're not going to share a car. We're not in the same household, Liam. But, um... And then if they draw, obviously, no bet. I agree. Let's
1: do it. I'm up for it. Okay, there we go. Right.
0: But I do have a Eight ca- minutes ago, you said your body was a temple man.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you got a little treat now and then. Um, I do have a caveat to that, I'm afraid.
0: Oh, right, okay, here we go.
1: Um, I can't actually do it after the game on Saturday. Oh, here we go. Because I am driving straight from the game, straight to London to see the misses, and... I think you'll find there's plenty of fast
0: food places in London. I'm
1: having I'm having food at hers. we we've, we've already um there's a there's a very special burger place that she raves about, like an independent that we're ordering in. So wow. I can't act I'm for trying for the first time, so it better be good. I I don't know, I think I've mentioned on here before that I'm a big fan of Five Guys. Um five, Yeah, Five Guys. Five is Guys good. is unbelievable. I, I don't actually have it very often, i probably get it like a handful of times in my whole life, but it's just so expensive, yeah. I know, but um, as I said, I don't have it very often because the body's a temple. But um, I, um, <laughs> um, her, my governor's dad is a massive five guys fan as well, and he said this place is better, and that is a big statement for me. That's a claim so I can't really eat anything after the game when I'm preparing to have this. So if you're happy to go with this uh, bet, but we will postpone it until we can next. Have the food, um, then I'm, okay. I'm down for that. Unless you want to change the, the bet, of course. No, no, that'll work
0: for me. Perfect.
1: Unless you, unless, unless you just want to go on. If, if I lose, you just go on your own and buy it, and
0: I'll give you the money. <laughs> but... I mean, you can do that. It doesn't bother me.
1: <laughs> but it would I'll be... sit
0: there and eat a KFC on my own in <laughs> would, my car. It
1: would be nice to have a nice little romantic meal, though, wouldn't it? Social distance.
0: Yeah, it would. Um, yeah, we could w- we could park our cars opposite from each other. Oh, that'd be cute. Dim dim the lights. <laughs> just have your low beams on. <laughs> okay yeah Um,
1: if we can then we'll try and we'll try and but it'll have to be obviously another time because i'm sadly uh saving myself
0: yeah i mean i can't believe you put your girlfriend over me but whatever um so yeah there we go the bets on next one um sadler's site asks does gordon on the right wing seem the right way to go through the season or do we need another winger in on loan
1: yeah i've been torn with this one as well myself um but I've i I've come to the conclusion that I I think it is the right way to go. Because I do like him through the middle, obviously. Um but he does a very good job there both offensively and defensively on the on the right. Mm. He and he and he has scored goals there this season as well, he's scored a couple. And he um he's able to link up with Holden in attacking mid and with Lavrić added by the strike. He's able to link up with them in those triangles I was talking about earlier. Those phases of play, those those angles that are creating for passes and uh, in interchange and play. He's able. I mean, to mean, you
0: basically sound like Arsene awesome, Wenger. <laughs> <me, no.
1: laughs> he gets gets involved in that, and he's able to drift inside and come centrally and, and, and make things happen. He's not he's not necessarily limited to that. Um, and the reason why I would go with it, even though I do like I probably say I'd prefer him through the middle, is because he's the only sh- one of the strikers really that can do that. Or at least the one who can do it the best. Um and at the moment this four two three one formation is working. There there's mm. more pros to playing that formation than him having him out wide than there is playing another formation and him being up top, I'd say. Um yeah. Holden down the middle in behind the striker is brilliant at the moment. Really, really enjoying it. Um so yeah, so I think there's more pros to doing that than, than the other way around. Um and also when you're playing the four two three one, which as I said suits Holden, for example, um, it's only one striker you if you, you you have to get Gordon in the team if he's fit. you have to get him in I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um but similarly you then have to play Osadeby or Nolan on the right and don't play one of the other two strikers. Um where at the moment Adebayo's in brilliant form. Lavery's actually performing well even though he's only got the one goal. Um so so yeah, I think there's more pros to doing it. And as we've already said, I mean, in terms of getting someone else in, uh highly unlikely as it stands and not exactly easy, so um so yeah, I, I think it works.
0: Yeah. Uh Nick Etheridge with the last one. Um if the club was to be in serious financial trouble, would you rather bounce bail us out and be in his debt for years to come or would you want a full restart like Wimbledon? Also, do you think too much is being expected of Alfie Bates to fill Guthrie's boots when he's not fit?
1: Mm so I think that's almost in a weird way that's almost a question more for the fans than for me. Um
0: I don't think you'd ever want to see a club completely go under.
1: No, I, that's what I was about to say. I think um I know fans aren't exactly keen on Mr Bonza but I think if that if it's the choice between that and restarting again in whatever tier of non-league uh I think I think most people would take being bailed out and still, still being around. Mm. Um, and I'd be interested to see what the fans think about that. But that, that's the way I would look at it. And if uh, with any club, really, that's the way I, I, I would go. Um, the other question, um, well, I don't think too much is expected of him because of the, Alfie Bates, that is. Because I think Alfie, actually, uh, I think the Sheffield Wednesday game, the first game of the season, the, the cup game, he didn't didn't play badly, but he was a little bit... Um, sort of out at times. Mm. I think since then, his performances have got steadily better. The last two games he hasn't started. Well, um, actually, it might be the last three games, actually. Um, so I think now that Guthrie's coming in, and Guthrie's actually playing really well at the moment. But he, at the moment, the last two games, he's started played really well. He's only lasted about an hour and he's been taken off. So I think as, as it stands, they've actually got quite a good... Rotation in midfield at the moment because I mean Stuart Sinclair did play at all last night and he's he's a good Mm. he's a good player so uh, I think they've got a good rotation and I think Alfie is learning and he is he's getting better and he is going to benefit from game time being around these other midfielders as well Um, perhaps they were in a little bit between a rock and a hard place at the beginning of the season with Sinclair and Guthrie injured that Alfie had to play but that would be the same if. I don't know. They injured all their centre backs, and Tom Malik had to come come back in and play. Um, it would be it would be a similar situation there. I know Alfie's played a lot, a lot more than Tom has, but yeah. um, the the hand was almost forced because of injuries. Um, but I think he's benefited because of it, and I think he's only going to get better. So now I think um, I think there should be an element of pressure because there's a lot expected of him, and it's up to the management when to put him in and when not to. And at the moment. That, that that's what they're doing. So uh, so yeah, I, I don't don't
0: see an issue really. Good stuff. Um, let's talk Exeter then, shall we? Um, I'm obviously going to be there with you, Liam. Um, Lovely. But it's not going to be an easy game, is it? 10th place, middle of the pack, aren't they, Exeter?
1: Yeah, they've uh, they've had a good start. I mean, they're only was it the one point off off horse, Isn't it? They've had um, have had one extra draw mm. to their one extra loss. So. Um, they were a good side. Um, last year, they obviously, got to the the, the playoffs. Um, last year, though, I don't know quite what it was. Warsaw just seemed to have their number last year. Um, yeah. They just seemed to play well against. They obviously went three nil up away from home and ended up drawing three all, which was a bit disappointing. But then they last game. I said this in the video last night, um, March seventh. I know the exact date it was their last game last season uh, before the lockdown, and they beat them three one. Um, so. Yeah, it's, they're, they're a good side, but it's this kind of game, I think, X will be one of those sides that are going to be in, in and around the playoffs again. So it's this kind of game that if they can make a statement, it would, I think, would maybe perhaps Walsall might get a bit more respect throughout throughout League 2, because I think a lot of people have looked at League 2 this season and not fancied Walsall, mm. um, and I think quite a few still don't, uh, but I think... But the more the more the results come on, I think that that will slightly change. Um, and yeah, it's, it's not going to be easy. They've got a few good players. And they've got that, I think that... I'm going to have to double-check this because someone mentioned to me that he might not be there anymore. Was Randall Williams, who was a winger last year. I'm, mm. I'm Googling as we go. Apologies for. I... Uh, no, he is still there. All good. Um, he was really good last season. Really impressed with him. I did see he was on the bench a couple of times on this season. So I need to double-check again if he's sort of regular for them at the moment. But they've um they've got good players they've got uh they've got good forward thinking players um a lot of press on the ball they a good counter attacking side as well so it's yeah it's not going to be easy but as i said it's this kind of game where they they want to beat some of the teams that you'd expect to be up there um and Walsall are definitely capable of it it's going to be it's going to be a good one mate and hopefully it'll be me buying you food because Warsaw won
0: yeah hopefully that's what i want Whenever- Whenever someone mentions the name Randall, I just think of Monsters Inc. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you obviously mentioned it. It might come too soon for Josh, regardless of of whether he's given the 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 all clear with that with that scan or not. Um, but would you make any changes to the side? Uh, so in terms of sort of continuity and
1: rewarding players that have played well, I would say no. But in terms of being realistic and. L- managing fitness and managing, obviously, overload and injuries, you would say that probably a couple of changes are expected. Um, yeah. I expected more changes last night and then changing back again for the weekend. Um, but there was only one change last night with Josh's injury, um, which obviously was enforced. So I'm expecting at least a couple. I would expect to see, possibly, Stuart Sinclair possibly come in. Mm. Um, I would expect to see, possibly, Zach Jules come in. Um, Hayden White possibly at, at right back as well so uh, and also Ross Davie potentially if they stick with 4-2-3-1 maybe put him out wide so um there's options there's options and uh which is good you, you need those options but I I would expect there'll be a couple because the three games in a week if it's the same team is uh not that doesn't normally do it uh, first of all but it's also not necessarily the smartest thing but you've got to weigh that up with having the continuity and rewarding the players that have done well. So you've got to sort of, you've got to try and weigh it up. I, w- I would say maybe two or three changes f- for fitness wise and uh and, and, and that'll probably be enough. But you never know. You, know. you never know, it could be six changes, it could be whatever, we'll have to it could be zero, we'll have to wait and so.
0: Give me a prediction then, go on, finish yourself.
1: I'm gonna say two nil to Warsaw. The Saddlers two nil. KFC for me. Yeah, KFC um yeah I'm going to go with that It's funny you say KFC, because I've been fancying a KFC recently
0: I mean I'm not going to lie. I had one last night <laughs> <laughs> about um me. I don't know what I, do, I don't know what my go-to would be on Saturday. I normally play it by ear just how I'm feeling
1: there isn't obviously a McDonald's right next to the, the banks's but
0: uh... I haven't had a McDonald's since lockdown Have you know and now it's almost like a bit of a Thing I'm like, oh, I can't have a McDonald's because I haven't had one since lockdown. It's <laughs> been, been February was the last time I had a McDonald's. I think I am partial to a, a little McDees. I have to say. Yeah, give me a Chicken Legend barbecue meal.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. It's not my go-to. It'd be a, a wrap, probably.
0: A wrap? <laughs> oh, don't go to McDonald's for a wrap. Or so, Chicken Selects. They're oh, good. Chicken Selects are solid. Chicken Selects are solid. Um... Right, just about. Does us say, mate? It always finish on the way we start. Finish with food. I mean, every podcast I do, food is a major talking point. It doesn't matter the subject, mate. Food, food comes up. Um, yeah, unless you have got anything else to add. No,
1: I think I think we're all good to go. Um, I'm looking forward to Saturday. It should be a good one. it be good to see you. Can't wait to see your
0: pretty little face, oh, mate. I know. Oh, no. Thank you. It's not. It's not mutual, but thank you. Well, <laughs> I, might, I might turn up a bit late now. Um, Right, yeah, that does it then. Um, Fingers crossed the Saddlers can keep up their unbeaten league run, but from me and from Liam, it's goodbye for now.
1: Thank you very much, goodbye.